live. Good morning and happy Friday. Yes, Friday, the end of the week and uh, the end of a crazy week for us. Good morning. This is the Pete Braley Show. I'm Pete Braley along with my son, Matt. That's me. At the uh, fancy schmancy new yes that we have. Yes, sir. Yeah, kind of a weird week with uh, coming down with whatever I had this week, which we still don't know what it was. I know. It doesn't really feel like a Friday. We only did three shows. I know. It's like the middle of the week was just sucked out. You know? Yep. Plus, we had momentum, though. We went to Virginia. We brought the show to Virginia. We came back. We did a show, and then then we had to stop. And the aches and the pains. But we're back. Yes, we are. Hopefully for good. And welcome to the show. We invite you to join us in the chat this morning. You can also comment on the YouTube video if you're watching that later in the day. Also comments on our Facebook page, which is The Pete Bradley Show. And uh, you can email us. It's Show at gmail.com. We also had a thought this morning that if you have any questions about the show, you know, just let us know. Questions about, I don't know, the dynamic here. Where if, you guys if, set up. If we or... get along on a regular basis, um, the answer is no. Um, yeah, no, if you have any questions about the show, stuff you want to see, questions about Pete. I mean, question, question, questions about me. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I mean I'll well, answer them, I guess. Uh, but yeah, no, ask some questions. Now that you mention that, questions about you, we had two comments about you after yes. yesterday's show. Yeah, not necessarily oh, yeah. in a positive light, I would say. <laughs> I mean, not not mean or anything. But. Well, he was talking about how um, he has a degree in accounting, and yeah. he's like not thrilled about that. Really. Yeah, I hate accounting. It just happened. With, with a passion. Well, we were talking about professions that we would never date, and so right. I said an accountant because I know I know what it takes to, to get an accounting degree, and I said that you have to be miserable to get that. And so this is where the comments came. So this is where Nathan commented. He said, my girlfriend and I are both accountants. Matt, you don't have to be miserable to be an accountant. It is not all about doing taxes, as most people think. I actually enjoy it because she understands that there are certain times of the month or year that are going to be busier than others. We can also talk to each other about work and not get looked at like we're talking Chinese. See, you found each other. And that's what's important. Yep. But uh, but two accountants, man. <laughs> props props to you guys. See, the thing is, I have a personal hatred of accounting because I was so miserable for the past four years. So now it's my duty to make fun of accounting. So I, just, I hope I don't offend anybody, but it yeah. is my personal. Plus, actually, the first accounting class I ever had, and I loved this guy. This was the only, well, no, I, there were a couple professors that I liked. But, uh, but he walked in and he said, welcome to accounting. He's like, um, you know, I was an accountant for so many years. He was like, so what that means is I'm miserable. I have no friends. I drive a very average car, and I live in an average house. And I loved that. I thought it was hilarious. And, um, and yeah, I saw myself in that future, and I ran. But, uh, but yeah. Also, my friend Yvette commented. She said uh, she loved the show yesterday. And for Matt, not every accountant is a humorless, horrible bean counter. A lot of us have a sense of humor and enjoy life, dot, 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 orderly life. But enjoy life while working, though? Do you enjoy? See, what she, I want to know. No, I, I worked with Yvette. She was our business manager, and she, yeah, she seemed to enjoy. I mean, there, you know, I'm sure there were parts well, of her job. Well, being a business manager seems more exciting than, like, just a straight-up accountant, I will say. Yeah, no but, offense to anyone that's a straight-up accountant. I'm okay. sure there were times in her life where she had chores she didn't want to do. You know, I mean, yeah. we all had those in, in work, yeah. you know, where you got to do this part that you hate. What I want to know, and I mean no offense to any accountant, but did anyone grow up as a child? And when people were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Did anyone actually say an accountant? <laughs> like early on, I feel like that's a decision that comes like end of high school. I want to be a firefighter. In, yeah, like it's stuff like that. But, I want to be an accountant. Yeah, does anyone want to be an accountant? Is that, I don't think so. Well, I really don't. We have posed the question. Yes, I want to okay. know. Who who dreamt of being an accountant as a child? <laughs> My guess is nobody. We're off to a good start, aren't we? Yes, yes. I hope people don't hate me. Welcome to uh, June 25th. Uh, it is six months until Christmas. That's why today is National Leon Day. Let's go. That means five days less National... than that until my birthday. Oh, that's right. His birthday's start, on the Start 20th. coming up with ideas, guys. Yeah. National Leon Day. Leon is Noel spelled backwards. So, yeah, we're six months away. And uh, today is the day for some crafters to begin planning their homemade crafts and decorations for the holidays. It can also be a day for those who miss the winter holidays to have a mini winter celebration in June. 
I mean, I don't know. Summer's great, though. I would never wish the summer away. Yeah, I mean, I like the winter holidays. Like, that part of December is great. Right. The rest of the winter is pretty miserable. Yeah, so pretty I don't. Much. I don't think I would celebrate that. So you're not going to celebrate National Lean no, On Day? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it is also Take Your Dog to Work Day. And since we work from our home and Charlie's here, bingo, we're already doing There we that. go. Yeah. He's with Trish today, though. Yeah. Take Your Dog to Work Day. On the date book for today, the 25th, it was on this day in 1950, North Korea invaded South Korea, beginning the Korean War. On this day in 1984, Prince released his Purple Rain album. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The uh, first use of the rainbow flag, the symbol of gay pride, was made on this day in 1978. Gilbert Baker used it at a march in San Francisco. And from the Wayback Machine... The fork was introduced to American dining by Governor Winthrop on this day in uh, 1630. The fork was introduced. I wonder how they came up with that idea. Uh, I mean, I, wonder if the, I, I don't know if the spoon came first. It, and, my guess would be it did. And uh, and they were like, well, this is very ineffective. Yeah, can't, can't pick anything up with exactly. this. <laughs> and one celebrity birthday, and that is Carly Simon. The singer Carly Simon is 76 years old today, probably still on uh, Martha's Vineyard. Coming up on the Friday show, can you name an iconic music event that you wish you had seen in person? Hmm. Can you name an iconic... or? Or is there a group or something that you wish you had been alive for or whatever that you wish you could have seen? Jerry Seinfeld in a new show about Pop-Tarts? Evidently. A weekly feature called Don't Tell Me, Florida. And also a Feel Good Friday story. So we have that coming up. Um, we do not have a clip from the vault this week. We we get all screwed up this week with three days missing. This so. guy just loves ration on me. If you didn't say anything, nobody would have asked. No, but, no I'm just saying we, I'm, yeah. I'm not rationing on you. He's just unhappy with my performance. I am not unhappy with his. Per- is That's this going? Is. is this going to be a theme of the day here? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So uh, you want to get to the news? We'll get this out of the way this morning and see what's happening. Let's do it. Three major Massachusetts hospital systems say they will require all employees to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen, even those who did not have direct contact with patients. Mass General Brigham, Beth Israel Leahy Clinic, and Wellforce said Thursday that requiring vaccinations for employees is critical. The inoculation requirement will kick in once the U.S. Food and Drug Administration grants full approval to a vaccine. Workers can request exemptions for medical or religious reasons. Two bears have caused trouble on Massachusetts roads in recent days. On Thursday, Marion firefighters responded to a car in the woods after it struck a bear on Route 195. No further details were released. Uh, a bear also caused a three-car crash on the Mass Pike in Warren on Wednesday. No one was hurt in the crash, though the condition of the bear is not known. According to the state, about 30 to 40 bears are hit by cars on an annual basis. President Joe Biden announced on Thursday that, quote, we have a deal signaling a bipartisan agreement on a $953 billion infrastructure plan. Biden made a surprise appearance with members of the group of of a group of senators, Republicans and Democrats, after an agreement was reached Thursday. Details of the deal were scarce to start, but the pared-down plan, with 559 billion in new spending, has rare bipartisan backing and could open the door to the president's more sweeping four trillion dollar proposals later on. Horrible story outside of Miami. A beachfront condo building partially collapsed early yesterday, about 1.30 in the morning outside Miami, killing at least one person and trapping others in the tower that resembled a giant fractured dollhouse with one side sheared away. Dozens of survivors have been pulled out. Rescuers kept up a desperate search for more overnight. Much of the beach side of the Champlain Tower South sheared off for unknown reasons, pancaking into a pile of concrete and metal more than 30 feet high. I just can't imagine that. 1.30 in the morning, you'd think you're sound asleep and, and all of a sudden it just collapsed. 
Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, experts are trying to... Because the building is really not that old as far as That's what I was wondering, like what the cause of it was. Yeah, nobody really knows yet. And uh, the building is only, I I think I heard, 40 years old. So it makes you want, like, faulty design or something? Faulty design or... There was something about... um, the building had actually been sinking. You know how buildings will, yeah. will actually, uh, yeah. over the years, will actually sink a few. Uh, and this, you know, right by the ocean, it had been sinking a few. So, yeah. And finally, they say kindness counts. A new study shows that some states are kinder than others. And Massachusetts has some work to do. According to a study by Verizon, Kentucky is the kindest state in America. The bluegrass state topped the list. Thanks to its southern charm, New Mexico came in second. Oklahoma rounded out the top three. Massachusetts landed at number 45 on the list. That doesn't surprise me at all. There's some mean people in Massachusetts. (laughs) There are. You're right. Plus, think about just driving in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. The the road rage that goes on. Like, we don't deserve to be at the top. Okay. We got got some work to do. I should have have checked to see where, because I know we have... uh, Abby, who joins us from Vermont, yep. and Gail, who joins us from Maryland, and Nathan from Florida. I, I did not get those results. I'll have to look into that further. A farewell to Dustin Pedroia tonight at Fenway Park. We'll get to that next. But a story I meant to get to yesterday, a woman wore the same exact colorful Hawaiian shirt. Oh, by the way, it is Funky Shirt Friday. I forgot to mention For that. Pete, I'm wearing probably the most boring shirt you can, well, yeah, you uh, you can get. Yeah. You don't do the function shirt. I don't. A story I meant to read yesterday. A woman wore the same exact colorful Hawaiian shirt, similar to this, to 264 Zoom meetings since the start of the pandemic. She wore the same shirt for 264 Zoom meetings, and not a single person at her company noticed. She shared her funny experiment in a series of TikTok videos showing off the shirt with flowers and pineapples that she has put on for hundreds of meetings in the past 15 months. When she finally told her team what she had done on her last day of work, they were completely clueless. I really hope she washed it. Well, I, I would think and so. And I would yeah. also hope that she like wore it for the Zoom meeting and then changed so that... She wasn't wearing it like oh, every day. Every day wearing for, the same yeah. shirt. Yeah. Because there's no way she washed it every day. No, so. I, w- I would think it was just for the meetings. But I mean, that doesn't really surprise me. I feel like like college classes, I, I don't really remember like thinking about what people were wearing. Yeah, you don't focus on it. No. It's not a, it's not a thing that you focus unless, on. Unless it's like maybe a friend, like if you know the person, like if you're close with the person, yeah. you'd probably realize it. But I don't know. It's not fair though. If we wear the same stuff, we would get rashed on in the comments, probably, because <laughs> you could tell. We have a record, a running record. You of, want to try it? You want me to bring this shirt no. back? No, not every day. By the way, this is uh, uh, for Funky Shirt Friday. This is actually a shirt that I had and Liam had the exact same shirt in yeah. his size. Of course, he can't wear it now because I think I think it's it was like small. 12 months. Yeah. Just a 12-month shirt. Uh, fortunately, I'm not saying the same thing. You know, I can't wear it now. That would be a different issue between the two of us, but... Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say that it'd be for different reasons. Um, Liam's mm-hmm. growing, which is yeah. what's supposed to happen. And I should not be? I mean, is that- you know, you can do whatever you want. You know, love yourself. But but if you start, you know, growing out of all your clothes, then we might have a problem. That was one thing about the, the Zoom meetings. I think people actually paid more attention to what was in the background. Remember? Yeah. Remember, and a lot of the backgrounds would get raided. Yeah. I know on Twitter you'd see something like, "Hey, ten out of ten for the background," you know. Yeah, some people were doing like the office, um, like all the office interviews from the TV show. They would put like that background up. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Big office fan here. Otherwise, they'd have books, and you'd have to see what what is, is there a, a secret message behind yeah. the books they're showing. By the way, what's up with all the people getting caught for not wearing pants on Zoom nowadays? Do you see that? It's it's like has, becoming has it way more thing? common now yeah. of people like their their phone falls down and you can tell that they're not wearing <laughs> pants. Like people just as always assume the worst is going to happen. Yeah. If right. you want to wear sweatpants with like a suit jacket, that's fine yeah. because then if the phone falls, it's funny. Didn't John Krasinski do that with his uh, yes, when he was yeah. doing that good news show? Yeah, I think that he, I think that was would, for He would look great in a suit and then he'd stand up and he had pajama his pajamas pants. on. Yeah. 
Which that, I mean, that's funny. But don't go with no pants because everybody's going to see everything. I promise. It's Something's going to go wrong. So just let's let's not do that. We've got a lot of chats here. Let's okay, catch let's up find here. out what's going on. Abby says good morning. Good morning, Abby. Good morning. And she also says nice shirt. There you go. Thank you. Gail says good morning. Good morning, Gail. Uh, Hello. Let's see. Abby says, been a weird week here. Logan and I got wicked sunburned. Uh, both had chest colds and mom is in the hospital. Oh, no. My goodness. Oh, she said, I'm ready. It's Friday. Yeah. Well, we're sorry about all that. I hope, well, and mom's hope everything okay. gets better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here we go. Nathan says, I enjoy working. I'm an accounting supervisor. Accounting was my backup plan. His backup plan. But was okay. accounting your dream from the start? Well, he when, probably, he when probably did, had something else. When did the, the accounting kick in? That's when, what I want to know. When plan A didn't develop, I would I know, think. but I want to know the age. Okay. That's what I'm asking. All, all right. God, all this right. guy. Uh, let's see. Gail said, I started my career, college career in accounting, realized I didn't want all the overtime at tax time, so I went to nursing school, nights, weekends, holidays, loved it until I found massage therapy. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see. Lori says, uh, hmm, why do we do Christmas in July when today is actually six months difference? We should do Christmas in June. That makes yeah, a should. lot more sense. We should. Yeah. Yeah. Who started Christmas in July? There's your homework. Okay. Figure I'll that work out. On that today. Nathan says accounting is not all about taxes. I work at a medical company that buys practices from uh, retiring doctors. I will say the stuff I didn't mind was the more like managerial accounting stuff. Okay. But I definitely think that everyone's assumption is that accounting is all taxes, which it is not. I can say. I can say that. Uh, Diane, oh, this is to the uh, concert stuff, so we'll save that. Um, let's see. I believe. Oh, Abby said I would. Always have to wear pants. With my luck, the camera would definitely fall. That's what's <laughs> happening to people. The camera keeps falling, and you, and everything you know, you, you gotta see it all. The worst, exactly. Yeah. Especially if if you're using a laptop, you can control that a little bit better. But if you're using your phone and you're trying to prop it up on something, it's definitely going to fall. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Nathan said, "I was a pre med major, saw the mountains of debt my freshman year, and changed." Hey, oh, respect, okay. respect. All yeah, because right. that being and anything medical is going to be a, a lot of debt. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's it. All right. We'll check sports on this Friday morning. Wild Red Sox game last night. I get, Well, not really wild, but uh, we're talking a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. Red Sox right-hander Nick Pavetta carried a no-hitter into the seventh. Boston's bullpen extended it into the eighth. But the Tampa Bay Rays were the ones celebrating in the end in a battle for first place in the American League East. Manuel Margot scored from third base on a wild pitch with two outs in the ninth inning to give the Rays a one to nothing win over the Jeez. Red Sox. Let me tell you what I love about the AL East, though. Literally every year, you never know what's going to happen because the best team, the Yankees will be in last place one year. <laughs> then the Red Sox will be in last place. Yeah, yeah, the were. next year, the Red Sox will be in first place. The Orioles were like really good for one year. Now they've just been crap. But, like, the Rays are another team where yeah. they'll be first or last. Like, it's all over the place. You can never predict. And then the Blue Jays, right? Are the Blue Jays in it? Uh, yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Blue Jays, same thing. The Blue Jays will have a year where they're nasty, and then they're trash. Yep. It's just all over the place. So because of that, Tampa Bay is back in first place. A weekend series with the Yankees is up next. They play tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday afternoon. It's a day game on Sunday. I, I just don't like when the uh, Red Sox have Sunday night baseball. I don't know what your hatred of that is. Well, I, I think it goes back to my days of getting up at 4 in the morning. I was like, I can't watch Sunday night baseball. i got to get up at 4 o'clock. And even though I don't get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, I still have, uh, in the morning, I still have that mentality. Yeah. Nathan so. says AL East is best division in baseball. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's always just all over the place and fun. Although the Padres are a fun team to watch. Yeah. The past couple of years. Yeah, they are. Uh, tonight will be a memorable night for the Red Sox, uh, for Red Sox fans, as we get to say goodbye to Dustin Pedroia. A special ceremony will be held before the game, so don't tune in right at 7 o'clock. Tune in, uh, you know, about 6.30, 6.45 to see that happen on Nesson. The Clippers beat the Suns 106-92. to Phoenix leads that series two games to one. Montreal beat the Golden Knights 3-2 to last night to win their Stanley Cup uh, playoff series. And here's a neat story I read yesterday. Alabama offered an eighth-grade running back a full scholarship. He's in the eighth grade. That's a risk, though. No? Yeah, you're right. Kalen Moses is out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He is the youngest brother of Florida, uh, former Alabama linebacker Dylan Moses. 
He is running all over the competition, scoring touchdowns at will, so the defending national champs offered him, an eighth grader, a scholarship. He hasn't taken them up on the offer just yet. He still has several years to make that decision. But, but like, if he gets hurt, can they, like, revoke? I mean, I hope they don't revoke the scholarship because that's big for him. But, like, could they technically? Because I feel like that's a big risk. I would think you're, so. You're betting on yeah. him now I would to think be so. healthy in four years. Yeah. That's crazy. Jerry Seinfeld and a new show about Pop-Tarts. Well, that story next, but uh, I also read yesterday the relationship between siblings is crucial to your emotional well-being. And yes, I thought of you. Why? Am I depressed? No, because of, it's a sibling story. Oh, so I okay. thought you, you might be interested in I this. Ju- I just want to make this clear Shout my, to my three other siblings. He read a sibling story and thought of me. And not you guys. Oh God! I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. But, um, but yeah, just saying. Uh, if you have a question about how we get along throughout the day, I, I spend the whole day with stuff like this. You know, research. But I said yesterday. I'm sorry to interrupt. But I said yesterday. If if every second of every day was just, I don't know, like boring. Like, hey Hi, dad. dad. Hey dad. How are you doing? That's good. <laughs> Love you, dad. This is great. This is great. You want to watch a movie, dad? Let's let's watch a movie together. Let's. Do you want to have a catch? You want to have a catch, Dad? We always joke about the saying of "have a catch" because nobody, nobody says that. Nobody says "have a catch." They but say in play every catch. every movie, it's "do you want to have a catch?" But anyways, yeah. my point is, if that was our days in day in and day out, how boring of a life would that be? True. I keep things interesting. Yeah. Oh, definitely, you definitely do that. Very interesting. Yeah. Plus, imagine this show. If I never gave him crap, you none of you no, would probably no, watch. Yeah, nobody. Would. I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't sit here. Yeah. Like you rashing on me and me rashing on you, that's what keeps this show alive. What do you call it? Witty banter. Oh, witty banter. Witty banter. Witty banter. We always joke about that. Witty banter. Researchers found a close relationship with a sibling during the college years is the most reliable indicator of your emotional health at age 65. They say it's even more influential than childhood closeness to parents, uh, parental divorce, marriages, and career. And being close to your siblings is associated with less loneliness, lower levels of depression, and greater life satisfaction. So the college years thing, like my college years, or like would it be me right now being close to my siblings? Close relationship with a sibling during the college years is the most Probably, I would think. I would think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've kind of always been close. There's never been like a... uh, a certain time period when we haven't been. So, my brother and I uh, actually got along the best when he moved out. <laughs> no, that definitely happens. When we were under the same roof, a uh, roof, and at one time we we even shared a room. But uh, when we were under the same roof, we were just at each other all, all the time. I think that was Cat and Sarah. If Cat's here, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think Cat and Sarah, once Sarah moved out, became really close, like way closer. Yeah. I think. I, mean, I guess it's just, you know, you're not, ste- you know, stealing each other's yeah. stuff, yeah. getting in the way. But, like, me and Kat, we've always been close, even when we lived, like, me, because we're, we're so close in age. Yeah. So. Two-year difference. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're close. And uh, entertainment news this morning. Let's get to this. Jerry Seinfeld is set to star in a comedy about Pop-Tarts for Netflix. The comedian will also direct and produce... The show called Unfrosted, which is inspired by a bit in his last stand-up special, 2020's 23 Hours to Kill. It was a, a comedy bit he did about the origins of the Pop-Tart. Production is set to start on Unfrosted next spring. Sounds like a terrible Pop-Tart, though. <laughs> I, I'm i curious as all hell to figure out. Yeah, I, I don't really get it. I don't. Is it like a documentary about Pop-Tarts? I can understand it. That's turn to comedy. It sounds like it's a series. I mean, I, I I can, I can see a one. You know, I can see a yeah. comedy bit about pop. Let me tell you what they successfully did. They successfully made us go. What is this? And now we have to check it out. They got what they wanted. They, they accomplished. They got what, what they, they wanted. wanted. It could be a terrible TV show, but we're gonna watch it. We did a bit the other day about uh, why why do uh, pop tarts have warning labels? Because oh yeah. If you have a box of Pop-Tarts in your house after the show, don't run away now, Yeah. But or pause and come back to the video. Or we're, if we're on your phone, you can just carry us. That's true. We could, yeah. we could, let's go. 
Take but I know, like, I, I know, like, Peter Guy watches us on his TV. So do do not take your TV Kinda off the wall. I don't, wall. I don't think that's how TVs are meant to be used, but, but I can't be sure. But if you check your Pop-Tart box, there is a warning on it. But we talked about how I'm not surprised that there is because people do dumb stuff sometimes. And is there was it, the reason that there's a warning label is because someone put it in the toaster with the wrapper on. Okay, you know that. So this is more of a uh, a legal uh, cubby rest yeah. situation. Most of the time, whenever there's like a rule or a warning or anything like that, it's because somebody did it. They yeah. they probably didn't think of it until it happened, and then someone see they probably put it in the toaster with the wrapper on, and then sued Pop Tart and said, "Well, you didn't say you not didn't to tell me not to," and it's like, well. Yeah, but if you have any ounce of common sense. I used sense. to do that. When, when I was doing the radio show, I used to do this uh, a bit about, you know, strange laws that are yeah. still on the books. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, you, you can't have a horse in, in the middle of town on a Sunday. Yeah, something like that. And then I used to say things like, remember now, there is a reason. Exactly. They made that Somebody law. must have done it. Yep. Yeah. Harrison Ford got hurt on the set of Indiana Jones 5. And I got to tell you that I'm not surprised. He is 78 years old. He sh- uh, suffered a shoulder injury while rehearsing a fight scene in Britain. There is no word on how long he will be out of action, but producers say the filming schedule will be adjusted. Filming began earlier this month ahead of a planned June 2022 20, uh, release date. There, They had to pay him an insane amount of money to get out of bed at age 78 to go I, film a movie. I would think An so. action movie. An action of all, movie. Of all things. Yeah. It would have to be an insane amount of money. I mean, you know, I mean, no disrespect. I'm amazed that yeah. you're 78 years old and you can Props do an action. You. Yeah. But, but it's, I'm not surprised it, he got hurt. And it's also got to be a lot of money. I don't think I would do it, especially after doing as many movies as he's done. He doesn't need the money. I read so. somewhere that, uh, I don't know if you can hear Charlie in the background. Yeah, he's barking at something. I don't know if, uh, I read somewhere where it would have made much more sense if they had introduced a child at some point, like Indiana Jones had a oh, son, yeah, you know, if yeah, that's had, typically what like be, series tried to do. Yeah, because then they could bring it back and have a five, yeah. six, seven, you know. But as opposed to the films that like just randomly have a new Indiana Jones, well, right. not not Indiana Jones, but right. like films that randomly actor. have a new actor. Yeah. yeah. Ford is no stranger to onset injuries. Seven years ago, a door on the Millennium Falcon. Actually, almost killed him. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your entertainment news for today. And uh, here's the... Why don't we get into the uh, story about music? Yes. There is a new study that polled people across the world about the iconic music moments they would have liked to have seen in person. After all these years, Americans are still crazy for Whitney Houston. Three out of ten people wish that they could go back in time to see Whitney's live rendition of the Star Spangled Banner at Super Bowl XXV, which was January of 1991. Hmm. Still referred to, I think, as the best version of the national anthem. I mean, what about, um, who was it at the NBA Finals a couple of years ago? It was Fergie, right? Wasn't it Fer- who did the like awful awful rendition where like she must not have been able to hear might have been because it was terrible but the whole thing with whitney houston was this you know this the gulf war was going on uh there was a feeling of patriotism in 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 the country and she just came out and nailed it she did such a great job she's definitely one of the greatest singers of all time right yeah so so uh most americans would like to go back and relive that uh, moment among the top five that americans rank high Include Elton John's performance of Candle in the Wind at Princess Diana's funeral. That was 1997. The Beatles' rooftop concert. That was 1969. And I don't remember this one. The Rolling Stones' jam session in Hyde Park was also in 1969. You don't remember that one? No. I was there. Oh, were you? Yeah. Uh, time I was a big fan. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three and five say they remember every second of the first live concert they ever attended. I I, I, I don't yeah. think I remember every second. I mean, I remember the like the concert in general, yeah. but not not every second. I think that's a lie. I I would have trouble with that too. I mean, I I can remember. I remember seeing the Eagles in Providence. Uh, but, but I don't remember every moment. Mm-hmm. Uh fifty-six percent remember how happy they felt. Well, obviously. 
And it's no surprise that attending a concert or festival is the number one activity Americans want to resume when COVID restrictions ease. Yeah. We do have some here. Diane okay. says, Queen at Wembley Stadium at Live Aid. I love Freddie. That yeah. was one of mine. Uh, it, that one, But also, I would say um, the CMA Awards performance of Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake yes. singing Tennessee Whiskey yes. and also Drink You Away, which okay. is Justin Timberlake's song. That, it's like, it was like an eight-minute performance. If I could just go back to that. Because you see the faces of everyone in the crowd and just like the amazement in their in their eyes. Like, I would have loved to hear that live. Cool. If you haven't, looked that up on YouTube. It's a really, really okay. cool performance. Uh, let's see. Lori also says, uh, Queen. Abby says, I would have loved to see Linkin Park. Okay. Uh, Nathan said, Oh man, saw Linkin Park five times and had tickets to see them the year Chester died. Ugh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Gail says Woodstock. What else do we now? Now, my question though is, Gail, would you have liked to have been at Woodstock? Because from what I've read, it it was a rough experience. It I mean, it rained and there was mud and there was everything in the field and yeah. At least that one happened, as I, opposed to. Did you hear about the fire fest? Did you ever watch that documentary? No. On Netflix, I, I recommend no. it. Okay. They, this guy tried to put on a music festival. Mm-hmm. On an on an island, like that was the only thing going on on the island. Okay, it all went to crap, and like he no, like nothing actually ne- happened. Never happened. No, but people went to the island thinking it was going to happen, and then they were eating like cheese sandwiches is all they had for them, wow. and just the yeah, it was just it completely destroyed got destroyed, and all the music artists like bailed as they started hearing that it was not actually a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that guy's in jail. So what is it? What is the uh, documentary it's called? Uh, I don't know what it is. If you just search Fire, F-Y-R-E, on Netflix, it'll pop okay. up. I don't know the exact name of it. All right. But it's it's about the Fire Festival. Um, oh. Abby says it was Fergie that sang that national anthem. It was Fergie. You got to love Fergie, but not that national anthem performance. That was. And again, a, that's got to be a, a technical thing. You know what I mean? That's what I would because think. Because Fer- yeah. Fergie's, Fergie's good. I, it yeah. had to have been she couldn't hear yeah. in her uh, monitors, which sucks because, like, you can't. You can't do anything at that point. No, you're already in it. You just yeah. gotta, you just gotta do it. Uh, Nathan says, "I would have also loved to see Queen." Yeah, that that's got to be one of the best live yeah. performances of all time. Uh, he also says, "Michael Jackson also." Yeah. And then Gail said, "Yeah, I would have loved being at Woodstock. It frequently rained when I went camping." There you go. You're okay. pre- you're prepared then. You're used to it. Yeah. And that's it. But I just as I you know learned about Woodstock because I was uh, I was eight years old at the time so. But as I've learned about Woodstock, it seems if you weren't high, you would have you would have been miserable. <laughs> well, there you go. Just you just have to get high. So, is there anyone you would have liked to see? You can let us know if you're watching this later in the day. You can let us know in the comments. Uh, who would you have liked to see? Would you have liked to see the Beatles live? Now, I mentioned how I went to see Hanson once with uh, Sarah and Doug, mm-hmm. my my two oldest, and it was just crazy loud with screaming the Beatles would have been that way yeah. you would have been you would have been sitting in a high pitched screams oh high pitched screams from girls uh i did see sinatra i and and i got to tell yes i saw frank sinatra in his later years you know he probably retired like the the next year mm-hmm. but i saw him in providence oh wow and i know some people were critical of him because he had uh, he had a monitor with the lyrics no matter who cares, and he was he was kind of in the round. So there was a monitor here, here, here. Yeah, you know. And some people are like, "Oh, look, look at that! He, he's got a monitor." For, it's like the I at the time the man was probably in his seventies. So cut him some slack. But also, I know a ton of artists that are in like their thirties, and they do. <laughs> the The fact of the matter is, they have so many songs. That like you try yeah. and you try and remember all those lyrics. Yeah, that's true. We'll do that. If you can go on stage and remember every single lyric, then you have the right to criticize. Okay. Yeah. I was never a big Elvis fan. Like I don't think I would have liked to have seen Elvis. Maybe just for the experience. Yeah. But probably to see once. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, Sinatra was something. It really was. So anyway, you can let us know in the in the chat or in the comments. Is there anyone you would have liked to have seen? That, uh, you know, and it, again, doesn't matter about age, you know, if you could go back in time, who would you like to go see? Right. Time for a Feel Good Friday story this morning. And our story is about Timothy Harrison. Timothy Harrison didn't have his cap and gown. 
or graduation tickets, or even a ride across town to get to the ceremony. But that didn't stop his co-workers at the Waffle House in Centerpoint, Alabama, from making sure this 18-year-old got there. Harrison had been working at the Waffle House just over a month, and he was finishing up his senior year at Woodlawn High School in Birmingham, Alabama. On May 27th, Woodlawn High School was holding commencement across town. Harrison didn't have a ride, so he went to work. The manager, Cedric Hampton, said, why aren't you going to graduation? And he said, I don't want to miss work. So Hampton says, hey, you're going. So the Waffle House employees put everything on hold. The team banded together. They bought Harrison dress clothes, including slacks, a new shirt, and a tie. They headed over to the high school to make sure he could still get his cap and gown. And then they drove him across town to the events. But the story doesn't end there. After Harrison's story went viral, Lawson State Community College offered him a full scholarship, books included. Harrison says, I I really didn't expect that to happen. He will attend college this fall, and the possibilities for his future are now wide open. That's what I'm talking about. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. The dude just figured, you know, I, I can't get there. I don't have the clothes. So he goes to work. Yeah. I'll just go to work. Shout, shout out to the boss and the employees, though, because there's probably many bosses that would have been like, all right, great. Let's get to work. we got a lot to do today. <laughs> glad um, you came in. I'm glad you chose the right stuff. place. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's cool. By the way, if you uh, if you have anything happening in your life that you want to celebrate today, you can let us know in the, in the chat or the comments. This is Feel Good Friday. We try to highlight at least one good story on a, on a Friday, okay, for you? Yeah. Another feature we've uh, started over the past uh, couple of shows, this is show number 17, by the way, is Don't Tell Me, Florida. It se- Even Nathan has admitted that it seems the, a lot of these weird stories come out of Florida. And, you know, a lot of times you'll be reading it or you see this on TikTok and you see, uh, you know, you, you start reading the story about what happened. And then, sure enough, you come along to the town in Florida. This is the story about an angry Florida man pulling a gun on a drive through worker because they forgot the cream cheese for his bagel. Well, how dare you? I know. First off. The employee at the other end of the gun just happened to be the daughter of the police chief. The man became angry at a Starbucks drive-thru when they messed up his order. It happens, right? Yeah. yeah. He returned to the window, right? So he must he must have drove off yeah. and then around the building again, right? He returned to the window screaming at the employee. She asked whether the man had paid for the cream cheese, at which point he became enraged and pulled out his gun. Chief Delma Noel Pratt's daughter told police that the man did not point the gun at her, but she feared she'd be hurt if she did not give him the cream cheese. Eventually, the woman gave the man the cream cheese, and he drove away. A suspect suspect now faces several charges. Well, yeah, if anyone pulls a gun on me for cream cheese, (laughs) I'm just giving them the cream cheese. I don't care that much. Um, But I will say, you need to be some type of... uh, you got to have some stuff going on in your life to pull out a gun on cream cheese. I know. I mean, that, that can't be the worst thing that's happened to him that week. But also, if you just went back and was like, hey, I paid for this cream cheese um, and I didn't get it, they, they, they'd probably just give you the cream cheese. Yeah, I but, would think uh, so. To pull a gun. Well, I think the moral of the story is um, make sure that it's not the police, police chief's daughter before w- you pull the gun <coughs> over cream cheese. That would probably, so you need, yeah. Uh, you need to ask, <laughs> do you have any relation to the police? And then you can pull the gun on. I'm kidding, obviously. Do not pull out a gun for any reason. I'm trying to think what else could be happening in this man's life that he pulls for a cream cheese. That he pulls a gun over cream cheese. Like just go home and get some cream cheese. Or, yeah. Or I don't even know. That's just. Yeah, you got to be in some sort of pain. That's all I'm saying. Abby said, "What? You don't pull guns on people for for forgetting your cream cheese?" Yeah. I that blows my mind. There's got to be more to like this man's psychiatric well-being because I don't know. Like I said, can't be the worst thing that happened to him that way. And I'm, the sad part is I'm sure it happens like a lot over dumb stuff like that. Like, I don't know. 
you, you get your order wrong somewhere. I'm sure people have pulled out guns because people are crazy, man. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All right, odds and ends as we uh, clean out the files here before the weekend. Over 40% of men in the United States experimented with their look last year. Researchers surveyed 2,000 men about life during the pandemic. They found 42% took advantage of their time off during quarantine by experimenting with their looks, either trying different hairstyles, that was number one, new clothing styles was number two, and drawing out their beards was number three. I actually started to do this, I think, uh, after the holidays. It was either yeah. you or one of your sisters. It was me and Kat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I used to keep it tight, and uh, they they said, "Why don't you grow it out?" See what? Yeah, see we saw an looks. old picture of when you had your beard a little bit longer. Yeah, I grew out my hair, and I grew this sorry excuse for a beard over uh, <laughs> quarantine. I used to just have the goatee going. Well, to to give you hope here, yeah, I used to have two spots right right here, yeah, where I, where I could not grow uh any hair when i was probably 20s 30s yeah i could not get a beard to grow here so i did a goatee all right because so, i just couldn't so i i can look forward to being able to grow a beard but I, losing all of my hair well i i didn't mean to go that far <laughs> i didn't mean to go but yeah that i did far. grow out my hair over quarantine because i wanted i wanted the awkward stage to be uh while no one was seeing me so i thought well i thought of shaving my head during the quarantine really because, this is the first i'm hearing about this oh really yeah yeah because I, I've I've toyed with the idea of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your mother at one point had said, go ahead, give it a shot. But one of your sisters had said, no. Yeah. So I, I didn't do I it. I don't know how you would look with a completely bald yeah. head. I mean, probably pretty similar. Because you gotta, you you got to have the right head yeah. to, to shave your head. I mean, it would grow back, right? Yeah. So Yeah, eventually. Maybe. Maybe uh, we should do it. We'll do it live on air. We'll get Trish in here with the clippers. <laughs> Let's do it. 82% of people believe that their experiments were successful and they said they will keep the makeover post-pandemic. I have done such. And you have too? So far, yeah. So far. We do have a quick feel-good Friday. Oh, sure. From Mrs. Guy. She wanted to shout out uh, her student Mason on his very first caught fly ball at the Whaling City Youth Baseball Field last night. Oh, Mason, Mason is an 8-year-old and was playing right field. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. I like it. Shout out to Mason. And thank you, Ms. thank you, Mrs. Guy, for the story. Yeah, and stuff like that. If anybody has anything like that, let us know. We can shout some people out. I, uh, you guys used to play in the Fairhaven Acushnet uh, League. Yeah. So I follow their Facebook page still, mm-hmm. and it it just amazes me that they have eight and under all star teams. I I don't know. Oh, if I they, didn't did we? they when you did? I think when so. you played. Yeah. Well, I will say they they now have like. Every age. So they have like 8U, 9U, 10U, 11U. But yeah. we just had like 8U, 10U, 12U type deal. It just amazes me that, that there are eight. Now remember, eight and under. So you can have some seven-year-olds, right? Yeah. That, that are playing like an all-star game. Tournaments for the weekend. You know? no, I'm pretty sure we had 8U. Didn't we? I think so. It just it just seems to me as a, as a you know young age to, to put out. 8U is what? That's all like B-League, squad. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so. what, what we called B-League. Yeah, uh, Abby says, I showed the kids a picture of Dad with just his mustache, and they didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like Pete's mustache either. Pete rocked a mustache for a Yeah, I did for, for a long while. time. For a long time. Wasn't a fan. No? Wasn't a fan. I think the beard's definitely the best. Goatee was second. Mustache is dead last. We'll have to, fi- we'll, we'll have to find a clean-shaven picture, too, because now that I look at it, I, I don't like it. No, I but. think that was like, I think the D.C., the Washington, D.C. trip, I think, uh, was clean you were clean-shaven. Yeah. yeah. Or that might have been mustache. I don't remember. I was looking at pictures before we started the show. But yeah, I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. And finally, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, a British man, this will be, you can try to top this. A British man said it took him hours of attempts, but he was finally able to break an unusual Guinness World Record by stacking five. M&M candies. I really don't think I have the patience for that. <laughs> it took him hours. I would get really frustrated. To stack. Because just think about just think about how many times he got to four M&Ms and it fell. Oh, yeah. Because you know that happened. It had to. That, when that would happen, I would freak out. I would break something probably. His name is Will Cutbill, and he had long dreamed of getting his name into the Guinness Book of World Records. 
Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a dream about M and M's. He just wanted to get his name in. Notice how his dream was not accounting, and it was M and M's. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, you want accounting? <laughs> I'm just so. kidding. It's all love. Here's my. I will say this: If you love what you're doing, I love you. That's all. That's all that matters. If you yep. love being an accountant, do it up. I did not. If that's, you're, that's why my hatred. Yep. My hatred is all jokes, though. If you're happy at what you're doing, then I'm, I'm happy for you. So you wanted to get his name into the Guinness Book of World Records, but it wasn't until the lockdown that he decided to make his dream a reality by stacking M&Ms. The record of four M&Ms had been jointly held by Silvio Saba of Italy and Brendan Kelby of Australia before the record-keeping organization verified Cut Bill's video and issued him a certificate of sta- for stacking Five M&M's. I'll say two things. Okay. One. Can't wait. Why M&M's? Like, why that world record? I feel like there's definitely better world records to go for than that one. I I have nothing. I, you I, could I never know. catch me doing something that would I, be that, like... Because um, it, because if you think about it, five M&M's, the degree of difficulty, I guess. It would, yeah, it would take me weeks, and yeah. I would freak out. And if you're, if you're watching this and you're saying, this is stupid... Try it. Yeah, no, I could. You probably, I probably couldn't even do one on top of the other. Yeah, I I, I'd be I lucky if that. I got two. Yeah, never mind three. Yeah, no, no chance. Yeah. And the second thing I want to say is, so he submitted this by by video. Yeah. So he, it wasn't he, in person. He didn't have a judge come. So my thing is, could he have like off camera put some glue on the M and M's? And how do we know? How do we fact check this? I I'm, I want to see I want to see the stack of M and M's. I'm sure Guinness has a way. And did, and of, my third question: Did he eat the M and M's, or are the M and M's going to be on display somewhere? What would you do? I I would save them. I would save them. See, the thing is, though, you can't keep them stacked like that. You would have to glue them after that. That's that's what I would probably yeah, because do. Because if I got the, if I got the world record, I would then probably knock it down and glue them together just to have the memory. Good point. Yeah. Because the slightest If breeze. I spent that much time doing that, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep I'm going to put it on the shelf. I wonder what the Oreo record is. We'll have to look that up. I mean, that one's eat, that one's just stacking flat well, stuff. Like, yeah, but but as you get high yeah, enough, it starts yeah, to wobble. But I mean, M&M's are round, though. That's where the real challenge comes in. Don't you love the stuff we discuss? Yeah. This well, is this is a daily basis. And this thing. will continue probably for hours. We'll probably talk the about the M&M's for at least like 4 hours. Because what happens is, like, I'll go off and do something, and then, but I'll be thinking about it, and I'll walk downstairs, and I'll be like, Dad, what about Skittles? Like, you know, like, and then three hours later, he'll, he'll text me. He's like, I just had a thought, you know, and it, I don't know. Does it, does it make a difference if it's peanut M&M's? You know? Which that would, because peanut M&M's are more round. That would, that be, would more be more difficult. Challenge. Maybe yeah. we need that record. Now, see, I, I would think, wouldn't Skittles be, be flatter than an M&M? Or are I they think, the same? I think M and M's and Skittles are similar. Oh, okay. Actually, actually, no. I think M and M's are flatter than Skittles. Okay. I I, I don't I, consider myself a candy expert. I know, but I'm seeing research a uh, research project coming up. Yeah. 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 I um, no, I def I definitely think Skittles are rounder. Skittles would be more of a challenge. Okay. So, so the, uh, yeah. The record for M and M's is stacking five M and M's. There we go. We got a. Uh, Gail said, "Excellent questions, Matt. Thank you." <laughs> I, I'm always, you always need questions like that. Yeah. You always got to question the process. Um, Abby said, you're such a skeptic, Matt. I just want to know the validity of this, okay? I, I don't have time for fake people. If this man lied his way into the record book, we need to know. Yep, we do. But I would think that Guinness probably thought the same things that I'm thinking. I don't yeah. know how they would fact check it, but they, they pro- must have a way. They to must, go. yeah. I mean, this is Guinness. They know, you know what, what you know doing. what it was. They probably said, "All right, we we respect your video. Send us the M and M's. We want to test the." Uh, we want to test the surface. They run it through some scientific tests. I'm sure that, and like I said, this is Guinness. They know what they're doing. I, I would hope. Yeah. Well, no, because what story did we have? What world record was it last week where they broke the record, but they sh- the whoever it was, uh, what was the record? Does anyone trying, remember? I was trying to remember. If you, if you remember what the record was last week or the week before, we talked about some, some lady beating a world record, and she had to stop. She beat the record and she kept going, but she had to stop because the lady had to leave. Because the Guinness judge had yeah. to leave. Yeah. What is that? That's not professional. <laughs> if you're a Guinness judge, you're there. You're there That's until it. it ends. You are there. That's for it the, for the uh, in, uh, the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, Abby says I'm intrigued 
Um, Gail said, do y'all stack rocks at the beach? We would do that at Narragansett Beach in Rhode Island. I don't think we ever stacked rocks. My favorite thing, though, is when you, like, go on a hike or something, and you, you this used to happen, where you would just find randomly stacked rocks. Yes, yep. I, th- I always thought that was really cool. I think your mother, uh, she has stacked rocks. I've seen it in the backyard. Oh, that's right. I'll have to ask yes. her about that. I think yeah. I think she does at the beach too. Yeah. Like just just small rocks, just mm-hmm. while she's chilling. Um, let's see. Justin says the Hawaiian shirt looking clean. Thank there we you. go. Thank you very much. That means it looks good. I know you struggle with the uh, oh, is that the younger makes... slang sometimes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Gail said, "Matt, you can be on my Truth Patrol team. That's me. <laughs> That's I'm always looking truth for the truth." Truth Patrol. Yeah. I mean, I really hope this guy. I, I would assume he did it legit. If he's in the world record book, I would yeah. assume it's legit, and I don't uh, think so. and I'm proud of him. Good. That's a great use of time. And that's not sarcasm at all. <laughs> a little bit. Anyways, that's it. All right. That is going to do it for us for today. Uh, thank you so much for being here on this crazy week for us. But uh, we'll we'll try to get back in the normal swing next week. Yes. Uh, I, I had people I was going to talk to. All, all this stuff went out the window. When, uh, I, like I said, they, they're leaning towards, they think I might have Lyme disease. So uh, we're doing a little preemptive stuff here. They've got me on some medicine for Lyme disease, which seems to be working. Because yeah, you're feeling better. I feel better than yesterday. So, uh, yeah, we'll just Progress. see where that goes. Progress. Health comes Progress. first, Pete. Progress. So hope you have a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, remember to uh, comment over the weekend uh, on the video, or you can reach out to us. The Pete Bradley Show at gmail.com or like the Facebook page. Oh, we did have one fa- well, favor to ask. We, you, were, you were commenting just before we went live this morning as to how many subscribers oh, we're, we we're have. Oh, we're almost at 100 subscribers. Yes. So if you're not subscribed, subscribe. That would be great. Very and easy then, to do, no cost. And then if you know anybody that's not subscribed, ask them to subscribe or yeah. steal their phone and subscribe. Yes. I mean, that would be cool too. That counts. Yeah. yeah we want to hit 100. So. There we go. All right, we leave you with the thought for the day, which, by the way, did you notice, goes up on the Facebook page now. The uh, thought for the day, a smart person knows what to say. A wise person knows whether to say it or not. Uh Uh-huh. I have something I'm going to say, but you know what? I'm not going to say it. See? There we go. You know what? It's only going to cause trouble, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah. That makes you a wise person. A wise person. Look at that. Everybody have a great weekend. Go out and make it a great day. Yes, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.